The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week, I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Heidi Elliott about her escape wedding at Walt Disney World. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she planned it from a distance and how everything turned out. So welcome, Heidi. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm interested to know how you guys decided that you wanted to get married at Walt Disney World with an escape collection. Well, it's kind of interesting since neither of us had actually ever been to Disney World before we decided to get married there. Really? And so we knew that we were going to do a destination wedding because he lived in Alabama. I lived in Washington State. We had a long-distance relationship. His family's all from the East Coast. They don't even live near him in Alabama. And all my family's from the West Coast. So there was no way we could have, you know, any wedding that could accommodate everybody. Right. So we threw around ideas of doing weddings in the Caribbean, Hawaii, and the Gulf Coast because he really wanted a beach wedding. And from the very beginning, I had said, we should just get married at Disney because I've always loved Disney. But I'm a West Coaster, so I've always been a Disneyland fan. And I have gone on several trips to Disneyland over the years. And it was kind of like a joke at first, you know, with the half serious. Well, that would be my dream wedding because I had no idea that escape weddings existed. You know, you only see on TV the big, you know, glamorous weddings in front of Cinderella's castle that I could never possibly have. And so one day I was just doing all the pricing for the different options we had looked at. And I decided to go mess around on the Disney website and I was pleasantly surprised to find the escape wedding. And I did the planning thing and I said, honey, look, you know, Disney World is only 1500 more than doing a Gulf Coast wedding on the beach. And you get a cake. Like that was my big selling point. Like <laughs> if they don't include a cake, you know, like a cake's worth $1.5K. <laughs> <laughs> we just kept discussing different ideas. You know, we thought the Caribbean would be hard to ask people to leave the country. Hawaii was going to be more limiting because of the airfare costs for everybody. And so it was really between Disney and a Gulf Beach wedding. And he just said that every time I talked about Disney, I was so happy that we had to get that married there because he knew I would just, I would be so happy on our wedding day. So oh. he, he, he just said it one day. And so. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out that's where you'd chosen? We had pretty good reaction from immediate family. His brother has two 
kids and they love Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And so that was really um, kind of fun for them to be able to come to a wedding and also get to go have their kids' pictures with the characters. So they were excited about that. His mom lived in Florida, and so it was super easy for her. And for my mom and grandparents, they are also Disneyland travelers, and they had already actually been to Disney World. So they were excited. It was a little bit more difficult for people who couldn't make it. They had hoped that we would get married, you know, in place X, wherever they were, so it would be easy for them to attend. So that was a little bit more difficult. The you know you get the well. I wish you were getting married here. No matter where we got married, that was not going to really work out in you know any one direction. So right. um, we had a generally good response, and people were really excited for us, and they know my personality, so they knew something like that would really fit me. Oh, that's great. And how many guests ended up making the trip? We ended up having thirteen adults and two kids. We did have some guests who ended up not being able to make it at the very last minute. And then we had an extra special guest, my sister on Skype for the wedding. Oh, nice. How did you do that? Well, my sister really wanted to come to the wedding. She's not a big Disney fan, but she still thought it was really cool that we were doing something a little less traditional. And we just kept trying to work it so she could get there. And it just didn't happen. And so we decided that let's just have her on Skype. And my original plan was to take my Galaxy phone and call her on it and then just set her on a chair in the front <laughs> row. And we had put in charge one of our friends that my sister's also friends with to actually call her and then set the phone down. But he like took this job of be- taking care of my sister during the wedding very seriously. And he actually carried her around. Aww. And so she was able to see me walk down the aisle, the whole ceremony, the first dance, the cake cutting. And then when we were greeting guests, we actually went over and talked to her on Skype. And so my friend took her around and it was really awesome. So even though she couldn't be there physically, she actually got to be a part of it. And so that was really special to all of us. That's awesome. What a great idea. Now, tell me a little bit about your process for planning. You were in the Pacific Northwest. He was in Alabama. Disney's in Florida. Was it complicated? Was it easy because of the Internet? (laughs) It was pretty complicated. The one thing that I always say now is people use travel agents, the free travel agents that are the Disney certified, where they the earmarked ones, give them to your families. Because I had to plan our trip, my grandparents' trip and his mom's trip. Wow. And it was like all these, you know, it was, was, that was actually more time consuming than planning the wedding. They make escape weddings so easy to plan. You know, you fill out the sheet. We're pretty low maintenance. Fortunately, I found the Disney escape bride group. And you guys introduced me to dessert parties. And so I got to have that wonderful addition that I would have never heard of otherwise. So it wasn't too bad. The hardest thing was actually planning what to do in Disney World and like fast passes, never having actually been to Disney World. And so that was a little bit of an adventure. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just planning your first trip to Disney World would be a huge undertaking. And then to also plan everybody else's trip and then to also plan a wedding, that was a lot for you to take on. I felt like I was always on web pages like all the time constantly researching stuff it almost became a little bit of addiction because I was so worried that I was going to miss something that someone would really like since I was a Disneyland person obviously you are pretty familiar with attractions that are in the Magic Kingdom and some that are in Hollywood Studios so I had some ideas of things that people would want to do but you know Epcot I still don't even understand Epcot we're gonna we're gonna go back and 
I'm going to figure it cut out. <laughs> That's awesome. So for the wedding package, which options did you choose? And did you add any upgrades? We picked Seabreeze Point. Um, this was our first choice. And we got married in February, the first week of February. And uh, we had a 10 a.m. ceremony, all of which were our first choice. So we were very fortunate. We went with Seabreeze Point because I really liked the vintage feel. And my husband wanted a beach wedding. And so this was a way to have, you know, the water feature <laughs> without having sand <laughs> <laughs> and also still be at Disney because I think their beach option is a, a memories package. So it was it was a really good location choice for us. And also my husband's not really a big Disney person. So I really liked that we were at Disney. We were experiencing a Disney wedding and we could Disney it up with our dessert party, but we could have some of the romantic traditional traditional stuff with the actual ceremony. So it was a good compromise for us. That's cool. And then which cake and bouquet did you choose? We chose, my husband actually picked out the cake. I never would have thought that would have been something that he actually had, you know, really cared about, but he really cared about the cake and he cared about the flowers. He wanted everything to match. So we went with the roses and drapes with the pink flowers on it. So the pink flowers on the cake matched the pink flowers on the Mickey Minnie cake topper. I got the whimsical garden bouquet and he was supposed to get the beautiful boutonniere, but they actually didn't bring him the correct boutonniere. So he had the whimsical boutonniere on the day of. Oh, interesting. Then did you guys add a reception or where did you go after the wedding between the wedding and the dessert party? Our kind of idea for the wedding was we had a budget of 10K and we tried to be really practical about it. So we were pretty, we would look at enhancements and, you know, kind of nix them. So we did the basic escape package. And for a reception, we decided we were just going to take everyone out to lunch since we had opted to do a dessert party later in the evening. And so we were a little unconventional and we picked Whispering Canyon Cafe. And we all took the limo over to the Wilderness Lodge and went in our wedding attire to Whispering Canyon Cafe and took everyone to lunch. And then we had a little bit of a break, and in the evening we did an Epcot dessert party. How was it at Whispering Canyon? Were you the center of attention the entire time? It was amazing. We thought it would be fun, especially since we had two little kids there, that they could kind of relax after all the formality of the wedding. But it was shocking how much all my guests got into it. We were a big enough party that we had our own waiter. So we had Keenan, who was the most amazing cast member, and he hung out with us took care of us. I have a picture of my husband with his arm around him. I mean, it was just a crazy experience. Our guests probably talk about that more than anything else at our wedding, which is really surprising. More than the Illumination dessert party, more than the wedding. And they totally embraced it. Like, you know, embraced all the shenanigans. My husband even got up and sang, you are my sunshine to me in the <laughs> middle of the restaurant. <laughs> uh, his mom couldn't believe it. She, you know, my husband's a little bit more reserved my husband totally embraced the disney aspect of it it didn't take him long and it was it was a lot of fun it was it was crazy and we're TripAdvisor famous and we were written about on TripAdvisor by a reviewer that's fabulous oh and then tell me a little bit about adding the dessert party what location did you use and what did you do for your menu we ended up with canada overlook originally since we were a smaller group we were at vikings landing but since we had some um, handicapped individuals in our group, um, my wedding planner moved us to Canada Overlook so we could have tables and chairs for the guests. And we really enjoyed the view there. 
And then we had, we decided to do the ice cream sundae bar, cookies and fruit and brownies and whatnot. And probably some of the best vanilla ice cream I've ever had. It was, it was pretty amazing. And they had such a diverse set of toppings. Our guests like were really excited. We, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, we did use your trick, by the way, of taking baggies. So, like, everyone ate the ice cream, and then we bagged up all the cookies and the brownies. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> so then when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your time and your budget, and what were the least important aspects? Our most important aspect of the wedding was making sure people had fun. So for us, our Disney trip wasn't so much, like, we're including it as a honeymoon. We looked at it as more of a family vacation because our families were so spread out and some of the people coming were a little bit older. Uh, we thought it was one of the rare opportunities that we could have all of our immediate family together in one place. And so we really focused on making it a really great experience for the people who could come to our wedding. So we put money into doing, you know, things like welcome bags, you know, the dessert party add-on. Instead of doing things like adding on extra flowers and whatnot. Our overall goal was like kind of just the experience versus small detail. Yeah, well, and everybody has their priorities. And I think putting your guests at the top of the list is wonderful. So what turned out to be your favorite memory of your wedding day? My favorite memory was when I walked down the aisle. Well, at Seabreeze, you walk down the path and then go around everybody and walk up the aisle. I was just so happy. And in my pictures, I just have this huge smile on my face. And then I walked down the aisle and my mom's walking me down and she's sobbing. And then I get up to the front and my husband's crying too. And it was just such a sweet, memorable moment. I had, that was actually the first time I've seen my husband cry. It was just like, wow, you know, you just, I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it. I didn't cry then, but now it's like, wow, it's just amazing to feel that love in that one moment. So that's always really stood out to me was just that, that second, that moment when I first got there. That's a wonderful memory. Now, is there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you had expected? We had a little bit of, of some problems that started actually the night before the wedding. I actually lost my wallet in Epcot. <gasps> and I lost my wallet in Epcot with all the tip money. Oh, no. Because we had gone to an ATM in Epcot because it was our last stop for the day before we went to California Grill for dinner during Wishes. And we decided to hop on Soaring really quick before we had to leave. And I'm pretty sure it got dumped out of my purse into the basket underneath. <laughs> and so we didn't realize until we were gone and going to California Grill. And we tried really hard to get a hold of people. And, you know, it was late in the evening, so they weren't answering at the ride any longer. And you have to wait until the next day to get in touch with Lost and Found. And so it was a little stressful, but I kind of was like, okay, we're getting married tomorrow. There's nothing in my wallet that can't be replaced. We just need to not even think about it. Everything will be okay. And so that was kind of the approach is, you know, nobody think about it. Nobody talk about it. We'll, it will be figured out. And we did get my wallet back right after the wedding ceremony. They actually called me after we had, uh, while we were at my reception at Whispering Canyon Cafe. So we were able to go get it before a dessert party. And uh, with Disney Magic, everything was left in it. But <laughs> we didn't actually have the tips for our all the people. And so we had to then get everyone's name and whatnot so we could send them thank yous later. And so we, we, my husband's going around the wedding. I'm not telling anyone I lost my wallet. My husband's going around telling, you know, all the people, oh, you know, oh, you're a limo driver. What's your name? Oh, okay, let me, 
I'm sorry, my wife lost her wallet yesterday. Can I get your name so I can send you, you know, a thank you? Oh, <laughs> that's sweet, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. And we actually ended up uh, not paying our officiant $1. My husband had miscalculated and then ended up shortchanging our officiant a dollar. It was like, I was like, really? Are we legally married if you didn't pay him all the money? <laughs> shortchanged him exactly $1. I'm like, babe, how did you end up with, like, ones? Were you paying him at once? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so we had to take care of that uh, after the wedding because, and I felt so bad, but, you know, you just, we were just like, I can't worry about this. We have to, everything will be okay. We have to focus on, on the experience of the day and not worry about these things. And then on the day of, we had the flower incident with my husband. Um, he really hated his flower, but he's a gentleman. He didn't say anything. Oh. Um. And it, it was a, a little bit distracting, though, because, you know, you're walking down the aisle and you, you get to the end and you have that special moment I talked about. And then I look down and see his flower and I go, oh, in my head, I go, oh, they gave him the wrong flower. And he really was into matching all the roses with, like, the roses and the bouquets to the cake. And, the, and it was one of the things he cared about. So I felt bad. Aww. But otherwise, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? We were actually pretty laid back about the wedding, actually a little bit too laid back because we forgot that when we got there, we were supposed to call hair and makeup, steaming, and then also our planner and tell them what room we were in. And so I was, you know, frantically at five o'clock the day before the wedding, trying to get a hold of everyone, you know, to give them that last bit of information. I think we almost went to the distance of being a little too laid back on waiting for magic to happen. Other than that, like, I think that for me personally, I became very focused on, you know, how a bride was supposed to look. And, you know, we kind of get into these images of what your weight should be and all of these things. And so I had bought my wedding dress two sizes smaller than I wore to make myself lose weight. And it became exceptionally stressful. Mm. You know, I was so paranoid about my pictures. So I was heavier than I wanted to be. And I was so worried. And, you know, the bottom line is you don't need to worry because I love my pictures, you're going to be beautiful, and I think I'm beautiful in my pictures, and you just don't need to stress. Oh, that's great advice. Was there anything else that you know now that you wish you'd known then? I think I covered it. Getting a travel agent for your family so you don't have to book all their vacations. Right. Taking good care of yourself before the wedding and not overloading yourself, including extreme dieting. <laughs> and then, um, you know, make sure you, I, I would think that the Disney bride community is amazing. and. If it wasn't for the Disney bride community, I would have missed out on having dessert party at my wedding. And so, and also I would have missed out on getting the archival disc for my wedding, which allowed me to print books for my family and also more artwork for my wall. And so without the community, I would have never known those things existed. I'd say make sure to make sure to get involved in, in a group so you can ask people who have been there. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I have photos located in the Disney Bride Diaries, some examples of my photos, to show Joe from Disney Fine Art Photography's work. Well, this is great stuff, Heidi. Thank you so much for sharing the story and your great advice for future escape brides and grooms and for just taking the time to tell everybody about this. Well, thank you for having me. I think, you know, all of us want to talk about our wedding, so... Any chance to do that is always a pleasure. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. 
You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.